Okay, we um, take our meditation back to John chapter 7. Okay. Verse 25, now some of them from Jerusalem said, is, not, is this not he whom they seek to kill? But look, he speaks boldly, and they say nothing to him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is truly the Christ? However, we know where this man is from. But when the Christ comes, no one knows where he is from. And Jesus cried out as he taught in the temple, saying, You both know me, you know where I am from. And I have not come of myself, but he who sent me is true, whom you do not know. But I know him, for I am from him, and he sent me. Therefore they sought to take him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. And many of the people believed in him and said, when the Christ comes, will he do more signs than these which this man has done? Amen. Now, now, our Lord Jesus Christ continues his discourse in the temple on this feast of tabernacles. Okay. The earlier uh, um, um, thing that uh, we read him from verse 21, referred to the healing of the paralytic by the pool of Siloam. No, no, the pool of uh, Bethesda. Bethesda in Jerusalem, okay? And that's where he said, I did one work and you all marvel. Moses therefore gave you circumcision, okay? Not that it is from Moses, but from the fathers and you circumcise a man on the Shabbat, if a man receives circumcision on the Shabbat so that the law of Moses should not be broken. Are you angry with me because I made a man completely well on the Shabbat? Do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. Now, this type of reasoning is, so, is totally, totally unimaginable. You know, uh, on another occasion, when they were fussing about this Shabbat, Jesus said to them, our Lord Jesus said to them, but if your if ox falls into the ditch on the Shabbat, they're going to bring him out. They'll bring it out. Okay? But you don't want a man to be healed on the, on, on the Shabbat because it will violate uh, the Shabbat. Now, this is the sort of um, criticism that shows you that it's not really criticism like that because it doesn't make any sense. But it's a criticism of unbelief, number one. It's a criticism of uh, jealousy, you know, because our Lord Jesus Christ was taken over the podium because of the manifestation of the power of Almighty God in his life. Okay, so, but the other revelation that comes to us here, you know, is that, um, is that, um, Everything, you know, we said it at the beginning, everything is timed and controlled by God. Okay? So, so Jesus appears, he is teaching, but they could not arrest him because the Father was in control of his time. Okay? But now they make a very important statement. 
Okay. Some of the people said, do the rulers. So the, the, the argument is, if they are no longer arresting him, maybe, maybe now they have come to see that Jesus is actually the Messiah. But quickly, they dismissed the thought because they said, oh no, he couldn't be the Messiah because the teaching on the Messiah is that when he appears, nobody will know where he comes from. But this man will know where he comes from. He's from Nazareth in Galilee. Okay? We know his father, we know his mother, we know his brethren, we know his sister. So, so it cannot be the Messiah. So Jesus uh, uh, said to them, you both know me and you know where I am from. And then he stated categorically something that you and I and everyone on this earth, you know, uh, needs to confront. It's, I think it's in Matthew chapter 12, um, he asked the Jews that question. What think ye of Christ? You know, whose son is he? You know, so, so, so everybody has to answer that question. What do you think of Christ? Okay, whose son is he? Okay, so, so our Lord Jesus Christ, he, 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 began to lay the claims that he needs to lay, to, to, to lay, which is that he came from God, okay? That he is the son of God and that he came from the father. Now, of course, you know that, that this is the charge of blasphemy. You know, they, they, they are waiting to lay that charge of blasphemy because with that, as soon as they hear blasphemy, of course, they pick up stones, you know, they pick up stones immediately uh, uh, to try, you know, and, and stone him, you know, and stone him. Yes. Um, so, so Jesus, Jesus began to, if he, he began to claim, you both know me, you know where I'm from, I have not come of myself. And when he refers to he who sent me, he's referring to God. Say, God is true. You don't know him. And that's the one they cannot uh, again bear. You know, because they feel themselves as the custodians of the knowledge of God through the law. Because God spoke to their fathers from the, from the Mount Sinai. You know, but I know him for I am from him. And he sent me. So, so there must come a time, of course, when, our, you know, our Lord Jesus Christ, initially he will heal people and then he will say, don't let any man know about it. Then he will heal people, then he will say. But everything, you see, what he's revealing to you and I is that all those things are under the control of the Father by his Spirit. So that um, you don't draw fire too early. You don't create uh, opposition too early. And, and what is the time needed for? It is to raise disciples who are going to continue. Because the major task is to teach his disciples of the kingdom of God, you know, and what it's really all about, you know, 
so that they can grasp it and be able to take that message of the kingdom of God in the hearts of men to the world. So, it is important for you and I to positively hold on to God, hold on to his plans, hold on to his programs in our lives, you know, and wherever we are, hold on to what God is doing and follow behind him. Just like our Lord Jesus Christ said in John 5:19, verily, verily I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, of himself except what he sees the Father do. Brethren, this is still the modus operandi. Let no one embark on anything that hasn't been cleared by heaven. Because it is when heaven clears it that heaven will support, protect, defend, provide every step of the way. So that uh, it will render the plans and the counsels of men invalid so that the purposes of God through our lives may be established. Our Lord Jesus Christ, as we see when we get into um, a deeper study of um, the book we are looking at at the Antioch Bible study tomorrow, you know, our Lord Jesus Christ established himself as the Son of God. In John chapter 4, the woman of Samaria said to him, we know that the Messiah will come. And when he comes, he will explain all these things to us. And then our Lord Jesus Christ said to her, I that speak to you, I am he. Okay, I am he. So, so, so in, in the book of John, we find a few places like this where he established himself as the son of God. But like he said also in, in the earlier discussion in chapter 6, he said, I don't seek honor from men. I do not bear witness of myself. The father bears witness of, about me. That's why he said to Philip, as we will see later, he said, if you don't believe me because of what I've told you, believe me because of the works. You know, believe me because of the works which the father does through my through me. So, the greatest uh, 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 lesson, one of the greatest lessons, rather, from the life of our Lord Jesus Christ, is that he was led by the Spirit of God in all things, in all things, so that the purposes of the Father may be fulfilled. And you and I, we have to do the same, so that the purposes of the Father may be fulfilled in us too. Let us follow the Father in all things. Let us clear everything, big or small, with the Father before we embark on them so that we will live our lives the way he lived his, to the glory of our God. Amen. Amen. Amen.